Welcome to We're Talking. We have an opinion about everything, and it means absolutely nothing. Now, here are your hosts, the rocket surgeon and the brain scientist, but we're not sure who's who. Craig Malasa and Josh Jacno, they're talking. Welcome to We're Talking. Tonight we're live watching the selection show. NCAA tournament is about to start, and we've got the uh, Raging Cajuns women's team playing in the NCAA tournament. Tonight, next to me, I've got Mr. Rory Strentz. How are we doing tonight, Rory? I'm doing great, Mel. Thank you so much for having me here tonight. I'm looking forward to it. One of my favorite nights of the year to find out where everybody is headed. Absolutely. Tonight, we're going to uh, hopefully give you some insight and talk about where the teams are going, where we think the uh, NCAA, uh, NCAA committee got it wrong, where they got it right, and if nothing else... We're just gonna have a little fun tonight, so take it away. I mean, I'm not sure. We've got we've got the the ladies up on the screen. Let's see how long it takes them before they announce the sites. Well, I'm assuming they go with number one first, and you got to think it's either gonna be Alabama, UCLA, or uh, the the other team that I'm thinking about, of course, uh, is Oklahoma. Um, I would have to guess right now, maybe Alabama, simply because Alabama is on a roll. Uh, they, you know, they just won the SEC championship. They did so by shutting out Florida. Montana Faust has really elevated her game to the next level. You know, it's very difficult for really any softball player out there to hit a 73, 74 mile an hour rise ball. And that's what she's been throwing lately. She's just been lights out. Um, you know, Oklahoma, they've only lost two games. They did win their conference tournament as well. They've lost two games this year, one to Oklahoma State and one to Georgia. And UCLA, you know, they're out west in the Pac-12, and uh, they did not have a year-ending tournament. Um, I think, let's see, um, they actually have uh, lost four games this year, and uh, they're number two in the RPI. Alabama's number one, so I'm thinking maybe Alabama will be the top seed, and we're about to find out. How surprised were you, though, with UCLA? I mean, I know it's a team that's always been there in the tournament, always played well, has some national championship. But I was a little surprised to see them as high as they were this year. But then again, I hadn't followed the sport like I normally do. Were you surprised at all there? Not too much. I mean, sometimes in softball, it's all about pitching. Of course, uh, they have Rachel Garcia this year. She's 14-0 and with a .60 ERA. So, um, no, not really surprised at all. They were, um, you know, they've always been top three for most of the year. Um, so, not really surprised that UCLA is where they are. Well, Alabama and Oklahoma have both been uh, stellar programs over the last couple of years and have several national championships to show for that. So, it'll be interesting to see where who the uh, committee does pick as number one. And honestly, in my opinion, I don't think they can go wrong with any one of the three. And there we go. Uh that's kind of surprising. Oklahoma, the number one seed at 45-2. and two. I was thinking maybe they would have fallen all the way down to number three, but I just guess that, uh, you know, they got a couple of outstanding pitchers, and, of course, they're all about power. I think they have 100 and something like 130 home runs this year. So uh, Oklahoma, number one. Very interesting. A Big 12 team, and here we go. Look at that. Texas A&M. Uh, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, sending an SEC team to a Big 12 school. Uh, they do a lot of that uh, by uh, geographically. Uh, Texas A&M, I guess, is not that far from Oklahoma. Uh, it's a pretty good little drive. I've made really? it. I've, I've I've made it from uh, when we were in St. Marcos. I drove from St. Marcos up to Oklahoma, and I want to say it was about six hours. I went to the uh, Sun Belt Conference baseball tournament, caught the Cajuns' first game, went up to Oklahoma to catch the uh, the ladies in the Super Regional. So. Uh, but I, I, I think it's interesting to me in the fact that Texas A&M is a former Big 12 team. And they that's are. and it, I think that's one of those things that the, that the committee likes to do. Well, I think this regional here, you know, you've got Oklahoma. Texas A&M, they're, they're, they're having – they've lost their last seven games. They're 31-21. and 21. I'm not sure what their SEC record is. But uh, Wichita State, 39-11-1. Morgan State, 24-15. So I'd have to think that's a pretty – Easy regional for Oklahoma. And check this out, Mel. They just uh, put up number two. I see that. UCLA. So Alabama, at the, at the, the, the quick, uh, the, the highest will be is number three. But let's talk about UCLA. Let's see who's in their group there. It's going to be teams from out west. Do you, 
Yeah. I, I mean, with everything that's going on with uh, in the state of California, are they were they one of the sites that are eligible to host? They are. They can host. Uh, I think they just recently opened it up to fifty percent. And it's going to be a geographical thing, as you can see. They also have Fresno State in here at 36 and 10. Um, and, the well, they're sending Minnesota all the way to UCLA. Do you, you know, Minnesota's a very interesting team. We saw uh, a few years back where they had the number seven or eight RPI and didn't get to host at all. And uh, it seems like they get punished quite a bit. And for them to go out to California, that's that's unfortunate. I, I'm not saying they should have hosted, but I've got to believe there was some place closer by that they could have went to. But that's just my my opinion. No, I agree with that. Um, totally. I guess they're going to put up number three next. And like you said, it's going to be Alabama. Let's see who's going to be going to Alabama. I would think maybe if South Alabama does somehow get into the tournament, I would imagine they're going to Alabama. Well, what's your thought on the Sunbelt teams? Does the Sunbelt get four teams in? Uh, Texas State, yeah, possibly Troy, possibly, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, of course, the Cajuns are going. The other three teams, I don't think they, you know, have much of a chance of advancing. They could be there just – it would be a good thing for the Sun Belt. Don't get me wrong. I'd love to see four Sun Belt teams get there. Well, but uh, there you have it, Alabama. Number three seed. Well, let's see what happens here. Let's see if we had a Sun Belt team there. But to me, uh, uh, Troy basically going uh, – not two and Q, but the, you know, playing three games and out, and they hosted the tournament. It's very unfortunate for them because I think they had a chance to get in. Yeah, Alabama State, the SWAC team, going. They won their conference. Their record is nineteen and twenty-seven, by the way. Well, we see that a lot of times in, in conference tournaments where uh, a team that's not doing well. There we go. Troy is sent to them, so we won't see South Alabama there. It'll be interesting to see if South Alabama makes it. Do you think that's where a place that you could see South Alabama maybe come to Baton Rouge and the Cajuns being sent to uh, Austin? Possibly. I mean, that is, that is a possibility. The fourth team here is Clemson at 42-6. and six. That, to me, uh, I mean, I'm not – uh, the ACC, I, uh, you know, typically with North Carolina and some of the other teams that are there, Duke, uh, it's very interesting to see Clemson having to go to Alabama. So uh, we'll see what happens there. But it looks like a – should be a good time there in uh, Tuscaloosa. Yes, it does. Uh, Clemson has a twenty, you know, number twenty RPI. You know, they play some some, some tough teams. Uh, I'm not sure what their record was against Duke or maybe North Carolina State. I, I, I'm not really sure. Uh, I don't have those records in front of me. So, who is the premier team in the ACC right now? Well, it was FSU, but you know, Duke won the conference championship. So, oh, and they. I think okay. They, I think they've I, only been playing softball for four years, if I'm not mistaken. Here we go with Florida at number four. Uh, Florida will get a couple of Florida teams in there. Um, Do you see FSU going there, though? No, Florida. FSU's not going to Florida. No, definitely not. It'll be probably UCF, University of Central Florida. There we go, South Florida. South Florida. I think that's what I meant. I'm sorry. And the next teams. Talk to me here, ESPN2. We're looking at the Deuce right now, coming to you live. It's We're talking. Oh, there we are, South Alabama. So that's going to be at least three teams in. Good for South Alabama. I think you called that one, right? I thought they might be in Baton Rouge, but uh, that, that's I, I thought they had a chance getting to the championship game. I thought. Oh, this is good. Baylor, Baylor number. Four. Oh, sweet got, Jesus! Uh, okay, I absolutely love this because projections that I read was that Baylor could possibly go to LSU. Yep. And if you know UL and Baylor and LSU are all in a regional, maybe with McNeese who won their conference tournament, that's a very strong regional. Now with Baylor going here, I just don't like the matchup between Baylor and the Cajuns. They played once this year. Uh, the Cajuns had a very difficult time facing Gia Rodoni. I was there. Uh, she threw a six hitter, and Baylor beat the Cajuns eight to one. Um, they really hit Summer pretty well. She gave up eight hits, five earned runs. And um, they lost eight to one. So Baylor going to to Florida is great. Well, you know we've got Oklahoma State now at number five. Uh, here here are my thoughts on projections, though. Projections are kind of like opinions. Everybody's got one, and no one knows what the the NCA has shown time and time again that they're going to do something that everybody thinks is not right. So I, I I've never put much faith in projections. It's kind of like uh, bowl projections, which are the biggest joke there is. Along with 
who's going to get drafted when. Yes, thank you very much. But I'm Mel Kiper. I'm here, and I'm here to tell you that this guy, he's the number one pick in the draft. If he's not going to be, I don't know who is. Sorry, that's not very good, Mel Kiper, but I really don't care at this point. Well, to be honest with you, I've kind of followed his record. And uh, this year and last year, he got three out of top five left uh, correct, and out of the, last, the other 27, he got one right. So, uh, Well, he's doing better. There we go. Let's talk about the uh, Oklahoma State. Mississippi State headed there, Boston University, and Campbell. The, the Camels of Campbell. Yeah, well, you know, uh, you all played Oklahoma State this year and um, won one game, right? Yeah, yeah I think they, they were one and one. They, they were one and one. And who was the fourth team? I'm sorry. That was Mississippi State. Mississippi yep. State is all about power. You know, um, Oklahoma State has some good pitching. When you look at Mississippi State, um, you know, kind of a middle-of-the-pack uh, SEC team, 33-23 and 23 record. They have that powerful hitter in uh, Faye Loop. How do you, I think you say her name, Faye Luelp something. I'm not really sure. And you have Mia Davison. They have a 29 RPI. Again, another kind of middle-of-the-pack SEC team. Now you've got Arkansas as number six. Another uh, another SEC team hosting, which uh, I tell you, if, if, if they ever made the SEC play away from the SEC every now and then, we might have a story to talk about. But when you can sit at home and play your first 25 games at home, not impressed. Get on the road, girls. Show us something here. Is that but, what happened? Arkansas played. Well, I think all of them, all the teams do. Whether it's Arkansas, uh, SEC yeah. teams, whether it's baseball, football, or basketball, or, or uh, softball, I think they all stay home. They only have to go when they are. One thing I did learn about this uh, this past weekend was the fact that uh, softball RPI does not include a home and away factor. How's that right? So, uh, and and I love the fact that the NCA committee sometimes will say. Well, you know, they didn't play. Uh, their strength of schedule wasn't very tough. You know, doesn't the RPI take into uh, uh, factor strength of schedule? So please, just shut up, NCA. You're just saying that uh, we didn't think they were there, and we're going to do what we want to do, and so be it. So. Looking at Arkansas, you know, they have a uh, 40 and nine record. They did win the SEC for the first time ever. They shared that championship with Florida. And for them, too, it's kind of all about power. They've hit 89 home runs this year. They have a, a, a seventh in the RPI. And they have a really good pitcher in Mary Half. She is 23-6. and six. Uh, Also going there is Manhattan and South Dakota State. And uh, let's see what the other team is. Stanford. Ooh. Okay, now Stanford is, is a very interesting team. Of course, they are out west. They're having to go all the way to Arkansas. Uh, Stanford is 31 and 20. They split a series with Washington and Oregon, and um, that's that might be a challenge for Arkansas. I think so too. Stanford was here uh, when uh, in our regional. I, I want to say 2017, 2018. Uh, so it's very interesting that. But I I, I think uh, the girls from uh, from from. Uh, the Bay Area there are going to be quite shocked about Fayetteville. No, I mean, not, <laughs> I'll just say it that way. I'm going to be nice on both sides uh, of the fence here, though. So, they may but, need a translator. Yeah, So, but I, I find that interesting as you do. I think Stanford might give them a little problem. And I think South Dakota State, Not. Uh, I know they're from a smaller conference, but, you know, you don't get to 42-6 and six by playing uh, by playing bad, bad softball. So you got to be careful sometimes. All right, moving right along. They're moving rather quickly here, to be honest. I was a little shocked. I thought they were going to go through and, and do one region at a time and, and then stop and pause, talk about it, and play this out. But it looks like they're going to go through all the picks uh, first and then uh, come back and talk about each region. That was uh, number six, right? So we're going to seven now. Um, oh, I thought no, they are showing yeah, of Arkansas. I, of Arkansas, and I get excited when I see red on the screen. I'm going, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa, that's the Cajuns, you know? Right. So, you know, we talked about it off the air a little bit, uh, and, and but I really think it benefits the Cajuns if they go to a seven or an eight seed versus, uh, uh, you know, uh, someone. Uh, oh, LSU at seven. That. That is surprising. I, I did, you know, I can sit here and talk all night about LSU and maybe why they should not be a seven seed. Um, but here we go. Let's just see what happens here. LSU number seven. It is, uh, you know, it, it's it's interesting. And uh, honestly, I, if we're going to be headed to Baton Rouge, I, I'm, I'm hopeful. Uh, Magnese. I predicted that one. After yeah. They just won their conference tournament. And once that happened, I was pretty sure they were going to Magnese. 
That's uh, I think that's good for the state of Louisiana, though. McNeese has been a good program, I think, an up-and-coming program. George, George Washington. Washington. Did you see that one? Yeah, I had seen that in some predictions that George Washington was going there. Now our fourth team, but that, uh, well, I know that you never, Louisiana. So we're going to Baton Rouge. Pack your bags, guys. We're going to write down I-10. Well, I tell you what, let's uh, let's just say hello and uh, Cajuns headed to Baton Rouge, and we're going to come back and talk about that a little bit more no if you problem. don't mind. Yeah, we can I do. think that's best to spend a little more time, and we'll just keep moving with the selection show here. We can spend some more time here, but I think it's good. I think Magnese has got a good program. I think uh, former Cajun uh, Shelly, oh gosh. Oh, yeah, Shelly uh, Landry. Landry, yes, thank you. Shelly Landry is coaching over there, so good for her and the team from Magnese. You do have an ex uh, UL player. Uh, she's a Sharks top. Her name is Corey. Corey's. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. But she hit a home run against uh, UL last year to beat McNeese. And uh, she hit another home run this year and almost hit a second one to beat the Cajuns this year as well. Corey McCorey. Or okay. Something like that. I did not I'm know that. I'm surprised they're number seven. You know, I thought number eight at the highest. Yep. Um, I still think it's better for the Cajuns to go to a 7 or an 8 seed or a 9 or a 10 seed versus going to a, a 13, then you're going to be matched up with, with, you know, a 4 seed or whatever it is there. Now we got 8 in Missouri. Another SEC team. Surprise, surprise, surprise. They're all going to be there. I know. Nothing against Missouri. Well, yeah, things against Missouri, but we're not going to go there either well, right they now. they had Florida beat the other night and lost in the bottom of the seventh. They were down four runs with two outs, came back and took the lead, and then lost in the bottom of the seventh. UIC, okay, uh, who is UIC? Uh, University of Illinois Carbondale, I believe. Okay. Um, Northern Iowa? Northern Iowa is, is, is uh, has played down here quite in Iowa State. Very interesting. A, a Big 12 team, uh, Iowa State, Northern Iowa. Um, plays FCS football, so I'm not, I don't know, but I believe they've spent some time down here over the last five years, uh, starting their season. One of the, 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 the tournaments that the Cajuns have hosted. We know Missouri is kind of all about power too. They have very questionable pitching, but the other three teams that are in this regional, it's, I'm not going to call it a cakewalk, but they're going to advance. Uh, I would... I don't know if I bet my house on it, but I would bet you $10 they do advance. Of course, you have Cassidy Shomo, who was a former Raging Cajun playing left yes. field for Missouri. Uh, she's played well this year. She's okay. She is an athlete. I mean, here she played second base. Glasgow did try her out in the outfield for a number of games. But she transferred a couple of years ago. And um, she, when she got there, she actually wasn't starting. Uh, she was sitting the bench. She started in right field, uh, made some really nice plays. They moved her to the left. I think she's hitting about 278. And uh, I think she's hitting five. I think she has hit five home runs this year. So you know, good to see Occasion transfer doing well at another school this time, an SEC school in Missouri. But I'm pretty confident with the teams that are in that regional that they definitely are going to advance to the Super. Well, regional. I think they, depending on who the number nine seed is there too. I think uh, if 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 it's any indication, eight eight versus nine coming to a Super regional. I mean, Missouri's got a pretty easy road from what it looks like so far to the uh, College World Series. But now we don't know who nine and the teams are in the nine region yet. You don't. So but there are easy paths to the World Series and there are not so easy paths. Yes. And this may be one of the easy ones. I think you're correct in saying that. Well, it's interesting. And like you said, it's always good to see a former Cajun playing well and, and getting some time there. Wish them all the best unless they're playing the Cajuns. Uh, but don't 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 expect me to cheer for you when we're when we're playing, you know. So well, of course, you know the memory from uh, Cassidy Shomo is as a freshman playing Florida here at at, at uh, Lamson Park. Uh, she hit a walk off home run. Yeah, no, Ca uh, Cassidy was always a fun fun player to watch, in my opinion. I know she struggled at the plate uh, went, went with Glasgow and everything coming in, but hey, uh, different di different uh, different teams, different settings there. Um, and if, if, if this is what it needed for her to start playing well, good for her. Yeah, when she was a freshman or a sophomore, uh, they were playing McNeese. And, of course, her sister was playing for McNeese. And when she was batting, her sister threw her out. Oh. And when her sister was batting, her sister hit it to second base and Cassidy threw her sister out. <laughs> That's got to be a little fun there, having some family... Uh... Some family get-togethers there. I, I can imagine what it's like on the weekend when they're home or this summer when they're both home. Yeah, so, parents, her parents are good people, too. Man. Yeah. I always enjoyed uh, meeting with them. 
No, I mean, uh, I enjoyed her watching. I've, I've watched all enjoyed watching all the Cajun women's play over the year, and uh, and we still got some. Uh, they're showing all the sites right now, and uh, well, they're showing uh, around the uh, the country. I guess uh, either the Cajuns weren't scheduled to uh, to be on there, or Glasgow uh, didn't want the distraction where it would be. But they've got quite a bit of schools that they had live look-ins just now. I tell you what we're going to do while they're taking a break. We're going to do the same thing. We'll be back with more. Uh, we're listening to We're Talking. My name's Craig Melissa. I've got Rory Strens tonight. Thank you, Rory, again. We appreciate it. And we're going to talk more softball when we come back. Now we're getting to the second half. Welcome back to We're Talking. We're getting to the second half. We're at number nine. And here we are coming in with Tennessee, another SEC school. Another surprise, Rory? No, not really. Uh, you know, like you mentioned earlier, all of them will be there. The question is, how many of them are going to actually host? You have Tennessee at 41 and 13. Kind of, again, you know, not a top-tier team, kind of a middle-tier team. They did have Alabama beat the other night in the SEC tournament until they pitched to Bailey Hemphill, who hit her 60th home run of the year to tie Kelly Crutchman's record. So, uh, What was the number there? 60. 6-0? Six, six yes. Interesting. Jane Madison, that's another team that in the past is, uh, I won't say totally uh, bypassed by the by the NCAA. But well, here's the thing about James, James Madison. You ready for this? They are 34-1. They have won 24 straight. And in the last seven games, they have not allowed a run. You know, they play probably in the Colonial. Um, I, I'm probably asking you something you probably don't know. I'm not I think it is a Colonial League. But, you know, everybody wants to talk about But to to win 24 straight, I don't care if you're playing air. That's like hitting, you know, 100 free throws or 200 free throws in a row. It's tough. You still got to do it. You know, you still got to win the games. And every, every once in a while, softball is going to come and beat you. That has not happened to them but once this year. They have two pitchers. If you remember, what, four or five years ago, they had an outstanding pitcher. And uh, the coach of the team uh, was Dean, who was now the coach at Auburn. And that's pretty much how he got the job at Auburn. He did well okay. at Madison. And they kind of have, have continued the tradition of what a Dean set up there, kind of what has happened at the Cajuns. You know, another one of those mid-majors. I hate to use that term, but mid-majors. Yeah. That gets a lot of respect in the softball world. James Madison... You know, maybe in the long term has not gotten, uh, they've never made it to the World Series, the Cajuns have. So, but at the same time, a really good team at 34 and 1. I think they're going to uh, pose some problems for Tennessee. Uh, I, I agree with you. I think the uh, the coach, as you said, moved on to Auburn, but I think that was the time that they, they were a 13 or a 14 host or somewhere in there, maybe a 15 or 16. They got to host a region. I could be wrong. Maybe they were the ones that were. Uh, were pushed out just like Minnesota was, but and you also see Liberty at forty-two and thirteen. I don't know a lot about Liberty, but they did win their conference. They are in the ASUN conference. ASUN, yes, yeah. The... So I, I don't know if it was if it was an autom Of course, it was an automatic bid. I'm yep. assuming they would have gotten there either way because they are forty-two and thirteen. Yeah, ASUN. You're looking at teams like Lipsum, uh, North Alabama, um, uh, Eon. I believe is uh, is Eon is. Eon is ice, but uh, several teams there. Uh, a little bit noticeable. The Cajuns played North Alabama in baseball this year, so that's the only reason I know a little bit about the A Sun. So very interesting there. We've got Eastern Kentucky. Um, of course, that is geographically yep. close to Tennessee. James Madison. What do you think? Is it within a? Uh, I want to say it's in. Uh, it, it's probably fairly close because you're heading due south for James Madison, where Eastern Kentucky is. Uh, is on obviously no. Let me say something stupid here, Craig. It's on the eastern side of Kentucky, <laughs> but you know, uh, I think all of them are fairly close. Liberty, uh, Liberty, and James Madison are probably not that far away from each other anyway. So all of them with an easy drive, I would imagine. Yeah, I'll admit, I don't know where Liberty College or University is. Uh, I believe it's in Virginia. Okay. And I want to say James Madison is Virginia. Also, I could be wrong. Could be in uh, Maryland, but I think they're both in Virginia. Okay. All right. Let's see if. Uh, let's see. Let's see if. The SEC can keep the streak going. They have the number six seed, the number seven seed, the number eight seed, the number nine seed. Can they be the, have a number 10 seed as well? 
Well, they're, they're showing Liberty now. We're, we've kind of paused and moved forward, but uh, Liberty, uh, good for them. They're excited, and, and, and as they should be. Congratulations, ladies. Absolutely. It's, uh, I, I can't believe that all of, uh, you know, I, I don't care if you're the 64th team that made it in the tournament. You deserve to be there. You did what you needed to do, if nothing else, and uh, congratulations. It's fun to see. Uh, never got to play at that level, but I can only imagine the excitement. So we're going to move, uh, let's see, we're waiting on the next one yeah, on number we, 10. I think, I think we need a drum roll right here. Do, 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 do. Here we go, Florida. Florida State. Now, what do we see here? Do, you, do we see, uh, all right, so an ACC well, you got, school. Yeah, you got an ACC school right here. So you're going to see another Florida team in here is what you're going to see. I'm not sure which one will be in. Kennesaw State, I want to say, is in Tennessee as well. I could, okay. oh no, it, that could be your, I don't know. UCF. You may see Auburn here. Yeah, see, there's your other Florida team. You may see Auburn here. Um, let's see what happens. Auburn, there you have it. Well, look at it. The man's calling it. Well, sometimes, you know, and, uh, squirrel finds a nut, blind squirrel finds a nut. I won't tell you that we, uh, we let it pop up and we paused it. And then I'm just joking. No, it did. Good job there. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, okay, let's look at this. You've got Florida State. You know, Florida State won the national championship two years ago. Uh, they're not the team they were two years ago. Um, Florida State was supposed to come to UL a couple of years in a row. And to be honest with you, I think they chickened out. I, I totally agree. I mean, that was one of the things that uh, 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 very unfortunate because I, I, several reasons. I know the coach changed. Uh, they were supposed to come back. And then on this year, it was COVID. Uh, they've got to do something there. I mean, the Cajuns have done everything they needed to do, gone there several times. So it's one of those things. And I am sorry that Kennesaw State is in the state of Georgia. Okay, okay. Well, you know, this year, um, you know, for a very long time, FSU was the uh, class of the ACC. But Florida State lost the ACC tournament to Duke. Okay. And they've had some bad losses this year. They've lost to Louisville. They've lost to North Carolina State. I think there's a possibility that the girl from Kaplan um, that was a pitcher at Kaplan High School and went to North Carolina State beat uh, FSU. I, I think you're correct in that. And I don't know if you know this or not, but she just got kicked off the team. Okay, I knew. I noticed. She, I heard that she was not on the team, did not know she got kicked off. Don't know the reason why unless you do. And if, I don't. Okay. Um very interesting. I, I think we've seen that not kicked off the team, but we've seen some through some suspensions through some of the tournaments this weekend. So uh, well, they also lost to Pitt, and then they also lost to Auburn this year. Uh, you're you're going to see something there with Florida State. It's going to be interesting. I, uh, Auburn's got a uh, I think got a very good chance, but I think so does UCF. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I would. I would think UCF may have a better chance than Auburn, to be honest with you. Auburn's just not playing good, uh, not playing good softball right now. Well, I can tell you one thing about Auburn. I went to the uh, uh, Super Regional there a few years back, and I will tell you that Auburn, uh, their field, I don't know, it must have been a Alabama alum that, that designed the, the Auburn field because if you were sitting on the first or second row behind the dugouts, you could not see below the knees of the uh, of the batter. Oh. <laughs> it was horrible. Whoever designed that ought to be shot and ought not be able to design another state. That's why I say it's got to be an Alabama alum because they probably got pissed off. Well, so. Auburn's lost 10 of their last 12. So they're coming to the tournament with uh, not on a very good roll. And you mentioned that you were at the uh, Auburn Regional when the Cajuns had that lead and lost yes. with two outs and the other they scored eight or nine runs. Yes, and I think five of them or six of them were walked in yes, with the bases were. loaded. And one of them or two of them were uh, basically the umpire, which he did the correct rule, but at the same time, uh, the, the uh, we, he was throwing pitches on the side. Yes, right. which I don't agree with uh, necessarily because because they're not the they're. I was about to say the women aren't used to that, but at the same time, any ball game, if you're playing, then all of a sudden you go to a team, 
a game that is on television, you have longer breaks. They need to learn when to start throwing and all that. They're not used to it. That's, that's just wrong to me. I agree. But you know what? That was a miserable day for me. So let's move on and get away yeah. from that. It makes me sick even thinking about it. At number 11, you have Arizona. And there's a story with Arizona that we'll tell you in just a second. So let's see who else is in the regional with Arizona. Arizona, by the way, is 36-13. and 13. Mike Candrea, of course, the coach in Arizona. UMBC. Uh, I believe that is a University of Maryland. Uh, University of Maryland, BC. Oh, gosh. Villanova. So they're going to send a team from Maryland all the way to Arizona? Yeah, I, I'm almost positive on that. And Ole Miss, look at that. Yeah, Ole Miss. Um, all right, let's spend a few minutes talking about this. All right, if you don't mind. Yeah, not at all. Because there is an ex- University UL, raging Cajun player at Arizona University of Maryland, Baltimore County. Oh, good job! Did you Google that or something? I did. Okay. I I knew they were in Maryland. I knew I did know it was in Maryland, but I did not know what the BC stood for. Okay, so Alyssa Denham, who played her freshman year yep. here at UL, has been with Arizona now for I don't know three or four years uh, with a COVID thing, possibly. Um, she is eighteen and eight on the year with a one point nine three ERA. Um, Arizona currently 36 and 13, um, 12, 10 in conference. You know, they lost 10 games in conference, but they did play UCLA, the teams out West. They played Oregon. Um, I'm not sure if they had done as, if they have done as well as everybody thought they were going to do, because at one time they were in the top four or five in the country. And, um, of course they do have no, um, they don't have a conference tournament. They lost three out of four games to UCLA. But here you've got Ole Miss, and, you know, Ole Miss is not the team they were two years ago. Um, Ole Miss got rid of their coach. They have a new coach. They are 500 in conference. And Ole Miss lost to both Troy and Texas State. Was Ole Miss's coach, was it the former coach or the new coach that came from uh, Magnese? He was the former coach, not, yep. not the coach now. It was the coach before this one that was the that, that coached at Magnese and went to Ole yes. Miss and then they replaced him and, and there's a new coach there. Okay, yes, that's correct. All right, I'm just that's correct. Um, but again, you know, Ole Miss lost to Troy in Texas State. Okay, uh, their record is 34 and 20, and in the uh, again they're 500 in conference. But again, every SEC but does that some team is going to make it. Some does some of that show you the strength of the Sun Belt this year because I know the RPI rankings had uh four Sun Belt teams in the top 40. So that's the only reason I asked that. Yeah, well, it's a stronger conference I think than it's There's, ever been uh, before. Oh, that was Denham. They were Yeah, number 22. You know, the Wildcats are very interesting and uh I, I think I think it's 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 typical though of a Pac-12 team again. Uh they won't come uh, very far east, and there, there's some great softball out west. Don't get me wrong, or there was some great softball out west. Uh, it used to be where you saw the uh, uh, the national championships from champions from. So no, I think that I think that the key word is uh, used to. Yeah. Um, you know, Mike Candre has been there forever. I'm not sure if the game has passed him by. I can tell you that in 2014, Arizona came to the Super Regional here at Lampson Park. And the Cajuns beat them rather soundly, five to three and seven to one. Um, do, don't we have a former Arizona player on the team this year, though? Um, do we? Do we had an Arizona State? Oh yes. No, we have one of each. What's that? Uh, one from Arizona State and one from Arizona on the team this year. Pause. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, well, you've got one. So you have an ex-UL uh, player playing for Arizona, and you also have an ex-Arizona player now playing for UL, uh, Vanessa Foreman, who was a left-handed pitcher. Uh, she transferred in this year. Moving right along, we're going to number 12, and at number 12 is Texas, the Texas Longhorns at number 12. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's fun to see. I'm trying to figure out numbers wise it is 12 would be seven eight nine it, would that 12 will play number five Oklahoma number five State. thank you okay i'm trying to do the math here so 
Well, you got Texas at number 12 and Oklahoma State at number 5. So if they both advance, they will play each other in a super regional. And they're in the same conference. Well, that that's good. I'm, I'm glad they didn't try to – because I, I hate it when they try to do that where they try to line things up. I don't think that's right. I think it ought to be like basketball. Seed them 1 through 64. Let the, trips, the chips fall where they may. Now, of course, Texas did play UL both uh, last year and this year, a two-game series. Uh, they split last year. They split this year as well. Uh, the scores were kind of weird. Uh, if, you, if you remember, the Cajuns beat Texas by the score of 10 to 9. Of course, uh, when Miranda Ellis decided to quit softball or take a year off and no, no longer pitch for Texas, that really, that really threw them for a loop. Uh, the pitching is, I don't think, where it needs to be. Uh, you do have Mike White, who is the coach. He was at Oregon. And at 12, at 39 and 11 is Texas, where they should be. I would say probably so. Um, again, when they played UL, they lost 9 to 10, and they also shut out the Cajuns 4 to nothing. Um, they have an RPI of 10. So let's see who else is going there besides St. Francis from Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's a small liberal arts college. Uh, I don't think it's a Jesuit college, but I could be wrong. They probably have 2,000 students. Uh, not not very big. There you have it. Texas State, four Sunbelt teams. Very nice. I mean, uh, as, as much as we want to complain about the Sunbelt, this time the Sunbelt got it right. And congratulations to everyone, Texas State, Troy, South Alabama, and the Cajuns. Um, uh, I, I, I did not think that I'd ever see the day that we'd have four teams. No, they've got to be happy about that. I was at the conference tournament uh, for the uh, all week, and uh, the commissioner was there yesterday giving out the trophies. I so. saw that. That's something different. Yeah, he's got to be happy. Uh, you know, he's got to be happy about that. Well, let's see who's who's the fourth team there. Oh, they're showing the Texas State ladies. Good job, ladies. Oregon. Wow. That's interesting. I was because, not expecting that. Well, again, you have that little, con not, I shouldn't say conflict, but you had the former coach of Oregon going to Texas and now Oregon visiting them. And you had a mass exodus in players uh, from Oregon when that happened. You did. And don't think that the NCAA did not do that on purpose. Oh, I, I totally agree. And I have no problem with it. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's all about ratings. And yeah, that's there'll be there will be a lot of people watching that game. And if Oregon beats Texas at Texas in a regional, you know, hey, that, so be it. Yeah, that'll. I be mean, something. yeah, that'll that'll be very interesting to play. Wow. Do you know much about Oregon? Uh, yeah, I know a little bit about Oregon. Uh, you know, their their coach uh, uh, was at Oklahoma as an assistant coach for many many years. Uh, Melissa Lombardi, you know, she had to rebuild that whole program. Yeah, I mean, they left. Uh, I mean, just... I mean, if you think we got devastated, the Cajuns got devastated yeah. uh, when the new coach came in. I mean, we lost DJ, and we lost Alyssa, and we lost... Uh, Aaliyah. Aaliyah. So that was bad enough, but believe me, Oregon lost a lot. More they lost they a lot. Yeah, that they, was... they, they absolutely did. Um, they are 37-15. and 15. They were 2-4 two, uh, two against UCLA. So they did beat UCLA twice. Uh, they beat Washington three out of four games. Okay. So uh, they've got a legitimate team of 15 RPI, and you know, again, wow, Oregon and Texas—that'll be a lot of fun. There'll be a lot of that'll, people watching. Yeah, you can count me in on that one. Absolutely. So where are we going to number 13 next to Duke? This is number the 13 seed, uh, and they say, okay, "Is that the?" I'm just noticing Athens Regional, so that'll be in uh, Georgia, because Duke cannot host. Yes, there was a lot of. Questions about this, maybe a little controversy because Duke will host a regional, but they are hosting the regional in Athens simply because Duke is not allowing any fans oh, that's, at their games. That's correct. Okay. So the question is, who foots the bill for that? Uh, I, I want to say the NCAA does. I mean, just similar, very similar. I mean, you put in bids. If it's anything like baseball, you put in bids. The year that the Cajuns went to the NCAA tournament, what most people don't remember was East Carolina. Uh, yeah, East Carolina's stadium wasn't uh, enough, big enough, or uh, good enough to host a, a regional. So we hosted the regional as the number two seed, and then then went on to play Clemson. Okay, that's why we went out to Clemson because East Carolina and Clemson 
or on our same geographically, but East Carolina didn't have the stadium. So I'm assuming it's a similar, similar situation here. And I'm, I will assume that probably Georgia will be in this regional. I would think so too. Um, well, I don't know. Is that fair? Fair to who? To Duke. Uh, I mean, well, we're going to see. <laughs> yeah, we're going to see. Well, just, just a couple of comments about Duke. This is only their fourth year as a softball team, and they're number 13 seed at 42-10. and 10. To me, that's very impressive. Well, I tell you what, uh, you give me $140 million for my athletic budget, and I will put a softball team on the field, too, and I will give you some of the best facilities. That's what it comes down to. It's money. Let's be fair about it. Well, you still I have mean, to have the coaching. You have to have the recruiting. I understand that, but it doesn't. You're still Duke. I mean, come on. It's a lot easier to to to, to recruit to Duke. If we started a team today, you think anybody would come here and play? Uh, probably not. Duke has a beautiful campus. Well, I agree with that. That's that's my point, though. I mean, they they've got the money first of all that that they can build a first class facility, and they can go from there. All right, so let's see who else goes here. By the way, Duke did beat LSU this year. Oh, really? What is that in Baton Rouge, or was that in a tournament somewhere? Uh, that was in a tournament. I think it was in Baton Rouge, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So they may send Georgia here. That makes North Carolina State. I mean, does North Carolina State make the tournament? Um, well, UNC, UNC Greensboro, Greensboro. And, and you see, that's what they're going to. Yeah. Well, they're going to keep it as a regional, but uh, and 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 I don't. Uh, I'm not even going to venture to guess how far it is between uh, uh western kentucky though you know it's funny because i saw the western kentucky fans posting about how they had won the uh conference usa tournament i'm like oh there we are georgia but the western kentucky fans uh all, all on twitter oh we won the championship i'm like yeah you had to leave the Sun Belt to win a championship <laughs> yeah. congratulations I the same thing i mean western kentucky of course is a very familiar team to us yes but you got it right georgia Going to the Duke Regional at their home field in Athens. Although, uh, you know, if Duke's not going to be able to host it, I think it's very fair to Georgia at that point because they've got the home field advantage. They, they get to sleep in their beds tonight, uh, that, that night. I mean, is, is it perfect? No. But at the same time, Duke's not hosting. So uh, nothing's perfect here. Well, it's an interesting regional. I, I mean, Georgia did beat uh, Oklahoma this year. They were the first team to beat Oklahoma but now Georgia has lost seven games in a row. And uh, what's interesting is they played Florida three times. They beat Florida twice. And they lost the other game 17-1. to one. Mm. So I think Duke has a shot. Uh, I mean, again, it's SEC versus ACC. And you have the one of the top ACC teams playing one of the kind of, again... 29-21 record. That's kind of a middle SEC team. That'll be a very interesting uh, a very interesting regional. So does Georgia make the tournament if they're not hosting in Athens as one of the sites? Are they good enough to make the tournament? Oh, I guess? yeah. I mean, okay. they don't have to be good enough. They're SEC. Well, all right. <laughs> Thank you. I think Missouri was 25-21 and 21 two years ago and made it. So Yeah, it yeah. gets a little. But I, I guess we can't say too much because we have three Sunbelt, uh, four Sunbelt teams this year in there, which – very happy to see. Although their RPIs justify yeah, uh, be, being in the tournament. I'm not complaining. It's just that when every team makes it from one conference, I'm not sure. I agree with you there. Right. I don't think that's fair, and especially if you if you can't if you if you don't have a winning record and you're you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in baseball this year because they're doing something similar. And and I hate the fact that they you know they want to change the rules. And I understand there's a COVID and all that and. But when they start doing this eye test thing, I'm like, okay, I've had enough. So we've got 14, 15, and 16 to go. Yep. Here we go with 14. And guess what? Another SEC team. Oh, man, that's a surprise. I bet you didn't see that coming. No, I didn't see that coming at all. Don't be surprised if the next one's SEC also. Oh, man. So Kentucky, uh, who has uh, several times made the trip to Lafayette, though, and played the Cajuns. Uh, usually for the Mardi Gras tournament or something like that early on, Louisiana Classic. So uh, at least they've traveled in the past. Oh, Miami, Ohio. I love the shirts that Miami of Ohio have. It says, we were uh, we were a university before Florida was a state. It's <laughs> insinuating we're not, we're not Miami of Ohio. We're Miami. They're Miami of Florida. You've also got Northwestern and Notre Dame in here. Um, 
You know, Notre Dame may give Kentucky a little trouble. Uh, they're 31 and 13. Kentucky, um, Kentucky beat Florida twice. They beat Alabama. Uh, they lost to LSU. They lost to Auburn. They lost to Georgia twice. So, you know, SEC is kind of like sometimes they swap spit for lack of a better term. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They're 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 beating each other up. Notre Dame. I don't know a lot about Notre Dame. Um, uh, let me ask you this question. Maybe it's, I guess there are no stupid questions, but are they? They're in the ACC. ACC right? They're in the ACC yeah. for all sports except football. Right. I'm about to say, I know that the, the football team is independent, correct? Yes. And uh, so uh, it's going to be a battle between Kentucky and Notre Dame. Uh, Once again, you're under the Golden Dome. You've got more money than uh, God, and you got touchdown Jesus on your side. How can you lose? <laughs> Not a fan of Notre Dame, so don't, don't start the phone calls and the texts, okay? I got you. Not a fan of Notre Dame. But uh, so we've got 15 and 16 left, and this where uh, this is where it may get yeah, any, anything, anything unusual for the top uh, 14 seeds so far for you. Yeah, LSU being number seven. Okay, <laughs> again, really don't have them uh, as a problem if it's seven or eight because I like where where we're going, and it wouldn't matter if they were. Let's just uh, let's just say one thing. Oregon was projected to get a regional. Okay. Oh, and they're and they're and they're they're headed to Texas. Yes, and they did not get a regional. So okay. that's that's kind of a surprise. Now number fifteen, you have Arizona State and another one of those schools that has an ex UL raging Cajun on the team in Brittany Holland. Yep. Uh, they are going to host. From what I've seen, though, she's only played in about 12 or 14 games, unless I looked at something wrong. And uh, Yeah, you looked at it a little wrong. I think she's played in over 20 games. Uh, or maybe she started 12 games. Yeah, she's hitting about 238. I think she has one of the lowest batting averages on the team. Um, poor girl, you know, tore both ACLs one year after the other. She has been through everything, and uh, I'm, I'm glad she's still able to play softball, quite honestly. Absolutely. And, uh, uh, I've had the opportunity to meet her a couple of times, uh, normally over at the baseball field. So very happy for her. Um, it's it's interesting to see this uh, Arizona State. I, I'll uh, remind me off air. I'll tell you the the story about the Arizona State uh, Super Regional. I went to uh, uh, back mm, 2011, 2012, when there uh, a couple of Arizona State fans wanted to fight me, and, <laughs> and I wasn't doing anything. And well, quick story. They were they were a little snooty the fans that we sat around mm -hmm. and uh, and then when this guy came over we weren't doing anything we were just sat in there and, and the guy started yelling at me and I'm like I thought he was joking so I stood up to give him a high five and he took a swing at me and then really? all of a sudden all the Arizona State fans jumped on him and told him to leave and all of a sudden we were all best friends <laughs> you know they they didn't want to have anything to do with him so uh, security came over and asked me said do you need an escort out I was like I don't you know. This was after the game. Yeah. I yeah. said, no. I said, I'm good. I said, I'm with my friends. Mm -hmm. I mean, with the team. I said, yeah. I don't need. I, I'm yeah. good. Sorry about that. Yeah. But uh, good good experience overall there. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Uh, Southern Illinois and BYU as well. And let's see who the next, I, I would think, would be a better team. Uh, got some excited girls right there. I right? tell you, uh, it's funny how they're doing this uh, via the, the Skype cam. Or what, Virginia Tech. Wow. That's a long way. Well, that's what they're showing you what uh, they're showing the value of the ACC compared to the SEC and the uh, Pac-12 to me. And they're saying, ACC, you need to do something. I don't know what that is because, to me, honestly, it's the SEC schools that don't do anything non-conference, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I, I got you. So, you know, I, again, I, I don't know anything about Southern Illinois, BYU, or Virginia Tech. Uh, I would... You know, Arizona State, a 15 seed at 32 and 14. Um, let me see if I have their RPI uh, just to see that that might have justified. Yeah, they were 11. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Arizona State, they were 14 in the RPI, and they're a 15 seed. So, okay. Well, know, that, that's close. The one good thing about BYU playing in that in that is that we got softball on Thursday because uh, BYU doesn't play on Sunday. So okay. we've, we've got uh, softball on Thursday instead of Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yep. 9 o'clock in the morning. Woo. That's, yeah. And finally, you're going to have the 16th seed here. Uh, I mean, who's left? Uh, that's what I was, That's why you're getting paid well, here. Right? I, I'm getting paid. Oh, I'm, I'm glad to know I'm getting yeah. paid. That's nice, man. That's I've, nice of you. I've got another bottle of water in the fridge <laughs> for you. Well, wait. 
Washington, it's got. I mean, it's got to be. Yeah, Washington, it's got to be Washington. Yeah, if it's if, if it's not Washington, then we we've, we've got a story here. Yeah, Washington. Washington, sixteen. Does that surprise you? That yeah, low? I think it's a little low for Washington. Uh, with Washington, it's all about Gabby Plain, uh, their pitcher, their ace pitcher. So I'm kind of surprised they're number sixteen. Wow, they're like what? They walked out. Look yeah. at this. They they said you're gonna disrespect us. We're gonna disrespect you. Well, either that or they're walking out because they know we'll have to face the number one seed uh, in Oklahoma, yeah. and they're just giving up. I mean, that is crazy. Portland State. Have you ever seen anything like that? No, I hadn't. Not on an NCAA show. That they've got Portland State and Seattle. Uh, you know, and Michigan. Uh, Michigan. Yeah. Okay. So Michigan's going. To Washington, so so, uh, let's just talk about what happened here. I mean, they announced Washington as the 16th seed, and the girls that were waiting to see got up and walked out of the room. Well, you know, and, and I, I said we're going to have a story here if it's not Washington, but at the same time, there were only four teams left. So I mean, four teams left that were in the, and if they weren't hosting. You know, I guess they could have sent them to Michigan at thirty-six and six, but at the same time, wow. Yeah, that is. Uh, uh, I tell you, you what, know, if I'm Michigan, I'm loving that attitude. I agree, and I kind of, but at the same time, if uh, I kind of like their attitude, is like screw you, NCA, because anytime you can stick it to in the NCA tournament. Who uh, Mark Emmer ought to be in jail if you want to know my truck. <laughs> but that's for another podcast. We won't go there right now. Uh, you know that's that's that's. I don't know, but you you saw them as a higher seed though, didn't you? No, I did. I, yeah, that, I definitely did. Um, Forty-one and eleven. Well, if you remember, you know that happened to Alabama a couple of years ago. Uh, they didn't get up and walk out. No. No, but I mean, I I. I don't know the whole whole story there, so maybe there, there's something there. Uh, but it is something once we're we're through with tonight, we're gonna have to go back and rewind and see what the announcers talked about there, right there. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, I am shocked, and now I wish I. Luckily, we got it paused, but I still wish I would have recorded it. Well, I and, think they're probably just as shocked as we are. Uh, but I've got to believe they have a conversation. So I tell you what, though, uh, let's. Uh, well, see, but you've got Arizona State. Ahead of them, and you also have Kentucky ahead of them, so I can understand why they're upset. But I don't think you do. Well, like you said, maybe they're just you know <sighs> flipping the finger at the NCAA and uh, moving on, and they'll give their best effort. But if body language is anything, but they're not happy. Man. Well, let me ask. Uh, I don't even want to go there. I tell you what, we are going to take a quick break here, and uh, and we'll come back after this quick commercial break. Uh, you're listening to We're Talking. We've got Craig Malonso and Rory Strengths. So thank you. Any redistribution or reproduction of any part or all of the contents in any form is prohibited, except, ah, uh, who the hell are we kidding? Distribute it, share it, put it in your podcast, broadcast it, or put it on social media. Just give credit where credit's due. 